0: Welcome into another episode of Dave and Greg Need an RV. Hey, Greg. Hey, Dave. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Nice. So, sophomore, this is our second show. We got to avoid the sophomore slump. True. We cannot screw this show
1: up. That would be sad, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah, it it's would like be a bad thing. one hit wonder. <laughs> We don't want to be. One show was okay. Second one downhill. Third in the crapper. We well, don't you know. Want
0: that. Every, like bands, you know they they talk about the sophomore slump and they okay. just screwed it up. You no. we, we don't want to be aha uh-huh, take on me or. I have high hopes on this one. Well, I think we're gonna rock this thing. I I I think I think we should probably just try to rock it rather than talk about rocking it. Excellent. So, uh, what kind of feedback did you get from your, from the first
1: episode? Shockingly, I got good feedback. So my daughter said she liked it. Your daughter? My daughter said she liked it. I don't think my kids even listened. That that was shocking. And a couple of our friends from Columbus were very positive on it too. Now I don't know how they found out about it, but Ray Ray and Walt, I got I got, you know, good feedback oh, from they, them. They bumped up our demographics yeah, in age for and, sure. And Ray Ray got it from his son. So I can only assume that you told Cole. I did not. And it's not. just filtered through the organization. What I
0: did do one day is I put it on my story, and oh, I, the Coltrane. train okay. Coltrane or Ryan may have seen it. All right. Have, and then... You know, I'm 50-50. I don't always catch all your stories. If you never look at my stories. That's not true. Once never, in a while, I do. Only if you think you're going to be on the stories. No, I don't care about that.
1: <laughs> uh.
0: So, yeah, hopefully Coltrane saw it, because Col... Coltrane Seven. thinks that I'm cool. You I, don't know him that well, do you? <laughs>
1: Not nearly as well as you do. <laughs> he I'm like, gonna Ray. Come, he was going to come spend, spend the weekend with me. Ray, how did you hear about this podcast? We haven't told anyone. He goes, my son told me. I'm like, your son? What? How does he know about it? He goes, I don't know. He's working 18 hour a day, you know, shifts. And I'm like, all right. So. But sure, anyway, I'm sure it was Cole. I, get, I will tell you. My daughter, a couple days ago, was like, I really liked it. And so that's my gauge, all right? We're running. As long as she likes it, we're running, that's right? Pretty, that's pretty as surprising. So, as soon as she says, eh, not too good, we're canceled. We're done, <laughs> all right? That's my gauge. That's the entire gauge. Now, it, it does come in stark contrast to what my two sons uh, said when Liz told them we were doing a podcast. I believe one of them said, oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think that's what my kids said. And I've then heard, they didn't listen.
1: There was a rumor. Now, uh, this came from my daughter that one of my sons and his girlfriend uh, liked this. So, I hope that's true. I don't know that that one's true. but uh, Cool. I heard
0: I heard from some of my friends. One of them was brutally honest. And I won't go through all of the critical feedback. But <laughs> he did like some things. He liked when we were talking about the shows he that we like watched. He didn't like me.
1: He probably didn't like me.
0: Well... That's understandable, <laughs> I guess <laughs> but he's met you um, now he liked to uh, well didn't like Joe Burrow at all he's a Kansas City fan so yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow got low marks and when I said he was one of the coolest guys ever yeah
1: yeah, yeah. my right. my that everybody everybody's got an opinion yeah. yeah
0: everybody's got an opinion and we heard some of them uh but I think overall it was pretty good. I think it worked. Yeah, it absolutely worked. So, uh, and it was our first one. Okay, we could have really screwed it up. Yeah. I I hear some that are on there like
1: their fortieth episode. Well, I thought we were going to tell everyone we were on our fortieth episode. It was like, who are these guys? They've been doing this for a while. We didn't really mention that that was our first episode.
0: We just blasted it out to the I, world. I think that's true. Yeah, and. My God, I had to figure out how to do everything, and you, you're talking about a 54-year-old dude trying to upload a podcast, doesn't know anything about it, and uh, that's I figured I, it out.
1: That's what I love about this podcast. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> you're doing everything.
0: Well, I will say that you came very prepared. Well, and you, you were worried. You were concerned that I was just going to be a disaster. drastically overshot <laughs> my expectations. I well, thought you were going to roll in here. I
1: can only go downhill from
0: here. so <laughs> That's true. I thought you were going to roll in here, not prepared, let me carry all the heavy lifting, and you did a good job. All right. I got to say that. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, that's all you're going to get from me probably this episode. Probably. What would you do this weekend? I went to New Jersey. <laughs> okay, why? Well, it's February. Everybody knows New oh, Jersey is New Jersey be- is it's beautiful, it's in lovely February. this time of year. Yes. Absolutely. It, why wouldn't go you to, go to New Jersey? It's absolutely fantastic. Now I want to yeah. go to New Jersey. Yeah, you should have come with. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> that is that all you're going to give me? You went to New Jersey? Uh, I don't know. My
1: yeah. son got an award. It was wonderful. <gasps> well, it was an I know. Awesome day.
0: I know. It, I know. You it, do. It, this was this this is world class what you experienced this weekend and should be very proud. I know we don't get serious too often, but I don't want to get. Yeah, your, yeah, your son is a very impressive individual, very intelligent,
1: and he got high
0: accolades. Saturday
1: from, was as good a day as my wife and I have ever had. He just um, he's just hit the pinnacle. And so you just, heard that first, Liz. It, it was better than his wedding day. She would
0: definitely say that. Oh,
1: I can't say that. Well, it that. was
0: definitely better than the honeymoon, I'm hey, sure. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. a little early. That was a good It's early joke. in the
1: podcast for that I kind of humor. that was humor. a good
0: joke. Uh, anything else you want to say about that? Just a, just a delightful weekend.
1: It was just fantastic. It's just, you know, you get to a certain age where... You know, for years and years, you're trying, you're trying to make it and do things and do great things and everything, and then you just turn and, you know, just what happens. to Your kids is just what's everything, and watching him succeed and get this, you know, working that hard, it was just fantastic. No, I don't want to go into the details. That's awesome. I don't want to go into the details, but it was just awesome. Congratulations, just absolutely.
0: Congratulations awesome. to you and Liz and your son. Yes, thank you. Excellent.
1: Well, guess what I did. And, and I got to be in New Jersey in February. It just, you know, it was well, win over wind. Was it cold and
0: nasty there, too? It was terrible. It there was, was a
1: squall. What's a, What the hell's a squall? Yeah, I don't know just, what that is. Uh, we were just sitting there, and it was kind of nice out. It wasn't too bad. And then just 80-mile-an-hour winds and snow sideways, and it just came crushing through us. It was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. Were you outside? We were, yeah. We are trying to – well, you know, we don't know that he's graduating, so uh, we, uh, we'll we probably go back to help him move move out. But uh, we're like, okay, we may really not be able to see the campus, you know, ever again. And um, so we were walking around the campus. We wanted to see the campus one more time. And uh,
0: So you were walking around the campus, and, and the squall nails you. Yeah,
1: yeah. squall nailed us. S- squall is bad. I, I got to tell you, Princeton, the campus is spectacular. It is – you. you you're like, wow, this is, this is really cool. It's like one of the oldest schools. I think it's the f- second oldest school in the entire country. started in the 1700s. It's just fantastic. Uh, w- what town is it in? It's in Princeton. <laughs> I, I knew Way that was going to be the answer. Way to go. Okay, Dave. what is Princeton near then? Uh, Trenton. Trenton, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Which has one of the greatest signs ever on its bridge. You want to share that with the listeners? It, it cracks us up every time we have to go across the bridge. Trenton makes the world takes.
0: <laughs> what? I know. Trenton That's... makes the world
1: takes? Yeah. So they were trying to build up oh, they're like manufacturing. A suppl- they're a world yeah. supplier. Yeah. They're really proud that they make stuff and the rest of the world <laughs> takes it from them. They're so angry about Do you want to hear my favorite um, town slogan of all time?
0: And it's a town that I used to live in. It can't be any better than Trenton makes, the world Well, takes. let me give it a whirl. All right. Go we, for uh, it. we used to live in a little town called Jewel, Iowa. You know, short for jewelry, Jewel. I, I think I knew that. And the slogan for the town as you drive in is a gem in a friendly setting. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a beauty, isn't that's it? That's a butte, Clark. That's <laughs> a butte. Okay, so well, you were gone and I lost my drinking buddy for the weekend. Yeah. So, uh, me and some of our circle of friends, guess where we went?
1: I know where you went. Well, just guess. You went to Hop Tree. How we went to Hop Tree. You went to Hop Tree without me. You sure went to did. The, you went to the grand reopening. I can't believe you went to the grand reopening of Hop Those Tree. Those sons of guns
0: me. were were shut down for three weeks. Yeah, they were and deep cleaning i had a really hard time seeing what three weeks of work looked like in there i <laughs> maybe saw some fresh paint maybe some new artwork yeah. i never we didn't sit at the bar we i, sat, think, we I sat think there the, was a uh,
1: two-week trip to florida that was involved well, in i told you last
0: thing. show i they, they all wanted a
1: vacation yeah i think you're right yeah so then well, we, i haven't seen
0: it yet so we go there and the place is hopping Parking. we got
1: we got to be careful how much we slam them because, you know, well, I think, they are our number one contributor I think, to the podcast. I think
0: from the first show, everybody heard our first show, and they were all there, and they were slammed.
1: Sharkala wouldn't even make eye contact with me. Oh, well, that's because you didn't bring me. You know, <laughs> she was so upset that you would go to the Grand Reopening without me. She probably was. Yes. Uh, Chris, Chris was off waiting on other
0: people. Yeah. We were sitting in the couches. How was his hair? How was Chris's hair? So Chris has great hair, as oh, you know. Yes. Well, guess what he was wearing? He was wearing a beanie. Oh my gosh! No,
1: that's not going to
0: work. Guys like me want to wear a hat, not Chris. No, Chris, Chris is, should be displaying that Conan O'Brien hair. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's right. It flows like Conan O'Brien's it hair. It does.
1: It's not it's to say that
0: Chris looks like Conan O'Brien not at all. So we had a new, uh, well, I don't know if she's new or not, but she's new to us. Uh, Her name was Josh, Joshlin.
1: Oh, no. uh, She waited Olivia
0: Olivia was nowhere to be seen. That's
1: problematic. So
0: I think this three, three week shutdown had something to do with Olivia, maybe missing.
1: Missing in action?
0: Maybe. Or maybe she's just taking a sabbatical somewhere. We're going
1: to have to get to the bottom of that. Because we have our we have our three. It would help now, if we. It would I'm help okay if we knew we had, her last
0: name, but yeah, I don't. We, think, we wouldn't say it on here. You know, I don't think she wants us to know her last <laughs> name. She definitely doesn't <laughs> want want us to know her last name. So yeah, we went to Hop Tree. It was delightful. Wasal yes. was, was- Wasali is still on the menu. Really, it's
1: just that it's 3 weeks more stale Well, you is what you're telling. You me.
0: weren't there to drink it. And it says Greg on tap, right? You drink it all. Yeah. And they have a year supply and you're, <laughs> they're going to run out in October about when they start making the first brew again. The next again. batch. Yep, the batch. So, had a had a delightful time at Hop Tree. Uh, what do you think about this weather we've been having in northeast Ohio? Ugh. Oh.
1: My yard is a lake.
0: The big thaw.
1: My yard. Our our trampoline is ruined.
0: <laughs> I saw that. Did you I, see it?
1: I, I drove it, it, it. No, it's literally all the snow and the ice crushed the springs. They're all broken. I was out there yesterday. They're all broke. Um, it's trashed. It's a goner. We saw it. I need you to help me haul it to the dump. What the hell? And when I say the dump, I mean your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> you are a dick. <laughs>
0: So yeah, we're driving by your house and I always note something bad every time I drive by your house because I'm pretty competitive and I have to be better than you. Yes. What's the tree that you have in your front yard or is that just a big limb? It's been there all winter. The snow melt has uncovered it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but is you your know a tree?
1: No, we had a Christmas tree that was uncovered by the big thaw like a week ago. Where did it go? someone picked it up i think the garbage people picked it up i, I thought for sure they wouldn't well, have, they to, but they did they need to pick up that
0: big limb that's laying yeah. in your front yard too because well, that looks unsightly well that's uh and now you've when got my lawn
1: service shows up for the spring cleaning they'll pick that up lawn service mm. yes. i'm gonna take your man card from you <laughs>
0: lawn service yes. The guy, the guy plows his, the guy scoops his snow from his I driveway do. for seven years. Won't get a plow service, but oh, he's got a lawn service. That's true. That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> yeah, Allison spotted
1: your trampoline and said, "Oh it's, my god, it's, I, I'm what serious. a bunch of hillbillies over there! All of all, everything's cracked, broken." Now, the good news is it's eleven years old, the so thing, it was done. My thing kids are I, gone. You know, the yeah. thing
0: I said to Allison though was. I can't picture Greg jumping on a trampoline. Oh, I've done it.
1: <laughs> Can you do flips? I got vertigo jumping like three times, boing, boing. And I'm like all do you do dizzy. flips? Uh, no, I don't do flips. You My can't even do, do a front flips. flip? I probably could, but I'd be so dizzy. Well, your kids are a lot
0: more svelte than you.
1: Hey, hey, careful. Careful. I'm
0: just... I'm sensitive. Well, I'm not... I That wasn't a bash on you. That Your kids are very lean and athletic. Hmm. As mine are. Wow, I really hit a really hit a soft spot there, didn't
1: I? I'm gonna tear up and cry. So,
0: so we were covered in snow last week, yeah. and now, just except for the big piles that you know the plows moved, the snow's all gone. No, and it's, a, it's just my yard's soggy. a
1: lake. My yard is a lake.
0: It's soggy bot soggy bottom, Ohio, right yeah. now. My
1: dog is just running through it and just. Tracking How does your it in house look house. when he comes in from being outside? It, it's you got to like blockade <laughs> him. Get the towels. It's a tornado. By you meaning Liz, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: figured. <laughs> All right. So yesterday was President's Day, holiday
1: or no? Well. If you work in a bank or deliver the mail, you're a winner here. Oh, okay, yeah. But everyone else is pretty much screwed. Our real estate people had had Presidents
0: Day off. We were trying to meet with them and talk, you know, talk about some real estate real estate strategy. Oh, at
1: work, your real estate. No, people.
0: the I mean the company that we work with. Yeah, they're, yeah,
1: they're off for Presidents Day. No. No, I guess the school, schools. I was like, off, "What wasn't kind it? of? I don't even know what anymore. kind of candy ass a holiday is." President's Day. Where the my kids are older, you got one in high school. Well, were they off Monday? He got off. Yeah. So so if you're a teacher or a janitor, you deliver the mail, or you work in a bank, winner, winner, chicken dinner. I guess so. But otherwise, the rest of us are just like, eh, it's Monday. No, I don't. I, it's, it's not off. Yeah. I went to work. I was not yeah. happy about it either. No, you wanted it off. You thought you
0: deserved it off? I deserve every holiday. <laughs> I want to talk about some other holidays that we deserve off. All right. What about June 14th? Do you know what that is? Juneteenth? No. June 14th. No. What's June it's 14th? It's flag day. Oh, flag day. I'm patriotic. I want yeah. that. I want that as a paid holiday. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And then Easter. It's always on Sunday. What the hell was? What the hell's up with that? <laughs> you,
1: I want it on a weekday. You get Sundays off. I know that. Well, yeah, but I, what I want about a good Good Friday. I bet you don't get Good Friday off. I sure don't. No, that's a, uh, it's a disaster that's right bullcrap. there. Bull crap. Problem.
0: Veterans Day. I want that off. No, I didn't serve, but I want it off anyway. Yeah, you definitely don't deserve Veterans Day off. Well, I got friends
1: that were in the military. Do you? I do. Mm, I'm not do. sure I believe you. Uh, oh, I was thinking you might know the one guy, but I don't you don't. All right. So we got screwed on
0: our holidays. Yeah. Did you watch any of the winter Olympics?
1: You know, pretty much no. I'm pretty sure the Russians invaded Ukraine as a distraction from their figure <laughs> skater doping problem. So Well, they waited that, till after the Olympics. Th- Kind of. I mean, it was all kind of all together. It was within a two, three-day period. So you got a 15-year-old figure skater that's doping. I haven't figured out how doping helps you figure skate, but apparently you can. You take heart medication. Yeah, and did you see you the guns spin- on her? <laughs> I did not. I have to admit it. They were they were massive. She was? No. She was, nah, I don't think no. so. I think she was a, that was a joke. petite little uh, great figure skater. With uh, huge guns. And they caught her doping. Next thing you know, Russians are in Ukraine. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> you, you know what
0: I enjoy about you? You just draw the, you, you get from the dot A oh, to dot B just right. so succinctly. It's, well, it's, it's very impressive. It's a tight line,
1: baby. It is you a are. tight line.
0: So you didn't watch much of the Olympics?
1: No, you know, I turned on the curling a little bit. <laughs> if you want to take a nap, you turn the curling on. <laughs> And then or you cu- can
0: see guys that are that are pretty much built like us being world class
1: athletes. Yeah, they've every 4 years I watch curling and I'm like I could do that. I could be the Olympics. And you, know? you
0: guarantee one of those guys that are curling has a mullet and a mustache. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? They did. I mean, I saw the highlights. No, it's, it, I didn't watch. Yeah. Then, then, sadly, a couple of weeks I didn't later, watch you, any of the winter. You, Olympics. No, I
1: forget about curling for four years, and then it's like, Oh, curling's on. <laughs> I need a nap.
0: <laughs> did you watch the opening ceremony and the no, closing ceremony? Didn't No. me neither.
1: I did, you know, every once in a while I threw it on the, the channel. I'm like, I'm watching it, and they're doing like um, uh, not, not the downhill uh, skiing, but the jumping, the downhill jumping. And you look in the background, they got this power plant, you know, this nuclear power plant in the background. (laughs) I'm like, this is the ugliest shit I've ever seen in my life. Well, (laughs) it's China. Well, yeah, but where's the Great Wall? Where's the beauty? (laughs) No, we're going to show you the power plant in the background. Uh, It was disappointing.
0: (laughs) I did see some shots of the Great Wall. Did you? Yeah, I did. Well, uh, you watched more than I did. When the, you know, the drone footage, I mean, they went out probably way away from the Olympic Village and and got that. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Great Wall in no, person? No, I, I would like to go. I have been there. Have you it, really?
1: Yeah, I, I have. I yeah, used to I've, work, work. I've been a lot of places. I've traveled a lot, but I've never been to China. It so. is it is amazing. Uh, on I, a serious note, it I, is amazing. I would think that's true.
0: All right. So... You know what, I, I told you what I do every Saturday morning. I listen to, listen to the radio, KCSI, yeah, Let's Talk Sports. Yeah. They opened the show banter with talking about us coming to Red Oak in an RV.
1: Well, let's face it, this podcast is probably the most, most exciting thing that's happened to Red <laughs> Oak in like a decade. So, <laughs> Really?
0: I don't think they're going to roll the welcome wagon out for you when you come oh, rolling yes, into town. Oh, yes, they will. Uh, when they
1: see the RV I'm rolling in on, they'll be like, bring it here.
0: The only thing that's gonna help you is that I'm with you. Oh, it'll we'll be see. like they'll be like welcoming you know one of their one of their sons back to back to the back to the big city. That's exciting. not really.
1: <laughs> All not right, really. All right. are you ready? Are you, are you ready? ready? I'm ready. okay, let's are you go ready. And now. Our weekly report on Cool People That RV. Oh, my goodness. Yes. We're starting a weekly feature? We are. Cool People That RV. This week, Cool People That RV, Jason Momoa. Do you know who Jason Momoa is? Was that Aquaman, was it? Aquaman. That's very, very good. He is an actor that was born in Honolulu. But wait for it. Wait for it. He was raised by his mother in Iowa. No way. Ooh, yes, that's There's a true no story. No way he's from yes. Iowa. Well, he's not from Iowa. Do you know what town? No, I do not. That would have been a I that, if I had done better research, I'd know <laughs> where he's from in Iowa. Momoa didn't begin his acting career until he moved back to Hawaii and then he landed a job on Baywatch. Where did he, did he get two years of Baywatch, two okay? years on Baywatch, but that I don't, I didn't see it. I didn't know. Where it. did he get so
0: jacked at?
1: All right, but Momoa was a badass in Game of Thrones. You've never seen Game of Thrones, have you? D- I didn't. Okay. Uh, I did. Didn't watch the series. Uh, he was, he was, awesome. He was really, really good. He played the leader of uh, the Dothraki. Uh, his name was Khal Droga. Drogo? I forget. It's been years now. He's 6'4". He's ripped. Kind of sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> but... Ripped sounds like you, but not yes. 6'4". Well, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> he now lives in his RV full-time, and he lives nomadically. Dave, do you know what the word nomadically means? I do.
0: I do. Ooh. I know you think I'm a dumb dumb. <laughs> Nomadic means... People that travel around.
1: Leading the life of a person without a fixed domicile, moving from place to place, itinerant, peripatetic. Woof. That was too big of a word it for was you. Very big. Vagabond, vagrant. I don't think he's those. Gypsy. Guys. But what type of RV does Jason Momoa own? I bet you do not know. He owns a $750,000 customized Earth Roamer. XV-LTI-02. Dave, I know our listeners can't see us. That's disappointing because I do look like him. I'm 6'4", and I'm ripped. But this is a picture of
0: his rv i did i did look it up on the internet when you told me you were going to talk about. it's a this. beast it looks like it's on a on a ford 550 chassis
1: yes, it, it is a beast so now think I, about it ford... i don't know why this thing costs seven hundred fifty thousand. 000 i mean it's not that big right okay it's not like a tour bus no 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 this thing's probably 30 32 foot or something like that now he bought the epic rig after his split with lisa bonet In January of 2022. She was on the Cosby show. She was the oldest daughter on the Cosby show. Yes. She's a cutie. Yeah. They broke up. He traded in his L.A. mansion for this impressive home on wheels. And since then, he's traveled around Southern California in his earth roamer and sometimes even parks at his friend's house, (laughs) which sounds like us at Jerry's house. (laughs) Wow, he gave up a mansion now, for RV. Now I will tell huh? you, we want an RV. That's our show. We but need this, an RV. This may be a little out of our reach. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, at least, until I star in the next big Hollywood blockbuster. Okay, so,
0: and we so got to work on that. You're taking you're taking your second podcast, and you're going to be a Hollywood star. I
1: think we're I think we're two three more episodes away from me making like. in some Hollywood. Are you
0: going to carry me along with you? Oh, yeah. On your shoulders?
1: Yeah. Did you ever see Once Upon a Time? Because you're the real talent here. Did you ever see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Not not, not to where I can talk intelligently
1: about it. So you will be my sidekick and my stunt double (laughs) who falls off the horses.
0: You're... (laughs) Really, I'm now I'm your now you're but Batman you are, and you I'm are, Robin. You huh? are
1: Brad Pitt in this in the movie. It's a very good movie. Well, that's not believable either. Well, yeah, it's we're we're the B class. Well, that was a
0: great fact. bit on Jason Momoa. Thank you. Who knew who knew all that? Yeah. Uh, we do need to find
1: out what town in Iowa he's from. That's a great call because I am hoping that we can contact him and have him meet us in his RV. At the Iowa State Fair. I think there's a good chance that that might work. You want to
0: be in the same RV with him? No, no, no. We want to just, like, buddy up and and park next to each other.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be coming in from California. We'll be coming in from Ohio. We
0: we might steal all his action with the ladies. Yeah, it's possible. Well, you you might. Yeah. I'll just, I'll be the sidekick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stunt double. Oh, that was a nice week. Is that, is that it with your that's weekly it. feature feature? That, that's
1: what I got for the weekly well, feature. Well, was that
0: weekly feature sponsored by anybody?
1: Um, yes, it was sponsored by somebody. This was sponsored by our newest sponsor. <gasps> Homewell Care Services of Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Remember, if you are really, really old and too lazy to cook and clean for yourself anymore, hire Homewell. All oh.
0: oh, right. Well, I don't think Ray's going to pay you for that ad.
1: Ray, <laughs> we want $22.
0: We're trying to get sponsors, and all we do is is make fun of all of our sponsors. <laughs>
1: yes, it's, uh, it's the wrong... I don't know
0: why we do that. It's the
1: wrong business model. What you drinking over there? I am drinking... Uh, Little Scotch, little Talisker single malt Scotch whiskey. Talisker, yes. Tell me about Talisker. Well, it's uh, I'm not as peaty. peaty. It's it's very peaty. It clears out the sinuses. I get a little sinusy, so I figured I'd uh, drink the Talisker. What was the word that you said? Peaty. Peaty. There's a lot of peat peat moss. You know, peat. They 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 dig up the peat and they put it into the. I can't relate to that at
0: all. Well, you want to know what I'm drinking?
1: Bush latte.
0: Oh, so What people from Iowa drink. Yes. Proudly, I might add. You and Maddie Cakes. Me and Maddie Cakes and Mike Carlson and all my other buddies back in Red Oak. Well, Woo. but they make me take Yingling back to them because they can't get the Yingling back uh, in, in Iowa.
1: Yingling's pretty good. They go
0: crazy for it. No. Like I, I have to load. I, I have well, to load my whole t- vehicle. Yeah, full I got to tell
1: you, if you drank Bush Latte your whole life, I'd be going crazy for Yingling too. Well, Bush
0: Light. It's just a it's old. It's like an old familiar blankie. It's like my favorite blankie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. You okay. Know, my man. security
0: blankie. All right. So good RV segment there. Yes. So. Uh, We're want to talk about airports and airlines and how they screw you so bad. They're bad. They're not
1: all bad, but there's
0: a lot of bad. I would say it's not always bad, but all of them are going to get you if you travel a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've been gotten a lot. So have I. Yeah. Well, you, and I, you and I have both traveled quite yeah. a bit.
1: I haven't traveled. Uh, I haven't flown a lot in the last well, not, couple of years because of COVID. Not since COVID. But, but before that, I, I flew a lot.
0: See, I have still been traveling during COVID and managed to avoid that disease. And uh, I chalk it up to my superior genetics. So,
1: so, what has happened to you recently?
0: It didn't happen to me. It happened to Allison. So, Friday, oh. Allison's trying to get here. She's just coming from Raleigh, Durham. Yeah. Right? And. You could drive that drive in eight and a half hours. Yeah. So her flight's delayed, 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 delayed. She takes off late, misses her connection. Her connection, weirdly, is in LaGuardia in New York. Then LaGuardia is having mechanical problems, blah, blah, blah. She finally, she was supposed to land at 3.30 p.m. on Friday. She ends up landing at about 9 o'clock p.m. that night in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. What happens in Cleveland? American Airlines. Oh, we only have one ground crew. Oh, and oh, it's, yeah. it's the yeah. NBA All-Star
1: Game Weekend oh, yeah. here yeah. in, in yeah. Cleveland. Uh, that's, that's the American. Well, she's, you know what? Now wait, wait. Can America- I tell the rest of the story first? All
0: right, then I'll jump in. All right. Yes. You got to talk about Jason Momoa, and I sat here quietly. So she she lands, and she's sitting on the tarmac for another hour, 20 minutes before yeah. she. Yep. And guess where my ass was? In the cell phone lot. Yeah. It was cold out there. Were you drinking? No. <laughs> no, I was driving. Oh, well, that's why I was so bored. I wish I was drinking. <laughs> it was took valuable drinking time away from me. <laughs> yeah. So And then she flew back today. They lost her bag. They, they mistagged they her bag. They lost her
1: bag a couple weeks ago. They, they, it, no. They will get you. So here's the story. Okay. A, American Airlines, horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. American we'll, Airlines will never be a sponsor <laughs> of the Dave and Greg podcast. I don't think they want ever. to be. N- While well, we don't want them, I would literally, if they called and said, Hey, we want to give you $10 million, I'd say, No, you're a terrible airline. I refuse it. Okay. But when you start blaming them for uh, getting on the tarmac, that's the actual airport okay Mm -hmm. that it's not american doesn't have a crew and all this other stuff but um yeah so so whole bunch of disaster okay but the key to know is if you have booked an american airlines flight you got like an 80 percent chance of getting screwed it's just (laughs) without question they're horrible i agree or the worst of the big big airlines without question there's no there's no there's no close second to this one
0: so you and I didn't know each other very well, but no. we kind of uh, like we had dinner. Our, our wives made us go to some dinner party. We we ended up sitting sitting together, and you, I I listened to you whine about getting run over by a car at the airport and how bad your ankle was. Um, that was basically that's the whole. I'm, a, I'm like whining. That guy's a pussy. <laughs> I don't want to be his friend. Don't don't make me go to another party like that. How long ago was that? <laughs> well, I don't know. It was like five years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so you were traveling a lot for work. I was traveling a lot work for work. I was coming back from Seattle. And, of course, when you're coming back from Seattle, they want to route you through Philadelphia yeah, to get back to Ohio. Yeah, that makes all the sense
1: in the world. That's American Airlines common sense right there for it, you. It is.
0: Yeah. It is. So – uh, I came off like a six-hour flight getting to Philadelphia, Yep. and then I get on my connector, yeah. and I sit sit right across the aisle from you. Yes, and that's true. Because I I'm was, like,
1: I know that guy. I was flying back and forth from Philadelphia yep. to Ohio for three years. Yep. Let me keep
0: going on the story though. Sorry, you I look, cut you off again. You look at me yeah. and like you don't. You have no clue who I am.
1: Now I, I'm like, <laughs> I know this guy, but I have no idea, like. I've been working in Philadelphia back home and we'd only seen each other once or twice. And I'm like, I know him, but I have no idea what and, state. And you clearly yeah. didn't want to talk to me. Uh, well, so I, still, I, said I something. still don't want to talk to you, but
0: So we had some problems on that flight too, didn't we?
1: We did. You feel like I've exaggerated that story. <laughs> it's a funny story because
0: yeah. the I got a little vocal. Flight, the flight attendant got after she, you. She She, was going to take a piece out of you. She
1: dressed me down. She did. In front of everybody. Sir?
0: (laughs) And all you were doing was rolling your eyes and telling me how this flight never is on time. Never,
1: Okay. Never on time. So uh, you told the Allison story, terrible story. Okay. Here's the story of my top 10 worst flights ever. Okay. Are you going to take us through 10 flights? No, it's really quick. Philadelphia to Ohio on a Friday night. That's the whole story. <laughs> it sucks every single week. Okay. Oh, it's never good. 10 of it's, those flights. It's always, and so I run into you on that flight and it was like the fourth Friday night in a row where they're like, okay, we're going to back off of the uh, the gate. And now there's an hour and a half wait. Okay. Yeah. like. Could you not just let us sit there at the gate, go get a beer, whatever it might be? No, we're going to pull you 12 feet off the gate, and then you're going to sit there for the next two hours. So that was about the fourth week in a row that I'd put up with that. And I got a little feisty. I admit it. Okay. You weren't that feisty Uh, though, really.
0: No, you didn't do that.
1: You say I didn't do that. I remember you did. Yeah, I think I
0: did. I thought you were talking to me and you were telling me how shitty this flight was. Yeah. And you're just like rolling your eyes and now there's only her off.
1: this is only like there's only like 30 people on this flight. It's yeah. uh, was it two and two or two and one? Depend, you know, it's a really small plane. She made you okay, she made you her bitch. And we were in the second row or whatever. Not that that's impressive. In most planes, you're in the second row, you're in first class, not in these American Airlines, right? Little puddle jumpers. And she looked at me and she said, <laughs> Sir, is there a problem? And I'm like, Oh. I can't get home and you're going to throw me off this plane. She, she was, Yeah. Well, I thought yeah. she was going to, yeah. I was like, yeah, I might be able to drive home faster. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, people.
0: well this guy's fat. American guy, airlines, <laughs> never going sponsor. to be our sponsor, <laughs> but you started driving later uh, after that. Right. You just, you said, screw it. You yeah. just started driving.
1: Well, a couple things happened. That's a longer story. We don't go into it, but yeah. Um, I started, uh, I talked to my folks at work. I started taking the 1.30 p.m. flight. That was much better. What happens is Friday night, 6 o'clock, they let the big jets out of Philadelphia first, and they're like, if you're a pole jumper, you're getting to the back of the line, yep. baby, and that's what happened. So. That was exciting. That was an exciting story. Nah. No. <laughs> yeah,
0: Everything we do is exciting, Dave. All right. You and I like meat. That's true. That's a fact, right? Fact. We both like to smoke meat. Smoking meat. You like that? I do. If you're a real man, you like to smoke some meat. I mean, there's a lot of real ladies that like smoked meat, too. <laughs> That's Really? Don't be dirty. I'm talking about meat. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I
1: don't know where you
0: were going. Now, well, I'm talking about smoking meat. Okay. Uh, I have, which is considered my fourth child a big green egg yes
1: you love your big green egg
0: i love it like a child that's true i think i have a cat named bob i think i love the big green egg more than bob bob's
1: bob, sitting here he's sitting he's, in the corner he's upset by that comment
0: hey bob you suck i like my big green egg better <laughs> just kidding bob And you have a a, Traeger. A Traeger. I have a Traeger. Yes. It's outstanding. Now, I know some people that are listening to this have have a big green egg. They have strong opinions about this. A Traeger. So, we're going to have a little bit,
1: We're going to have a little debate. Yeah.
0: We'll debate it up. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No,
1: I don't think there's. So, traditional smokers like the big green egg. You're working it, smoke's flying off. Okay. The thing about the Traeger, it is just so damn easy okay you punch the button the thing smokes for like a billion hours it never misses on the uh, on the temperature you don't have to watch it you don't have to move any new, it just works okay and then you get a perfect piece of smoked meat afterwards so i get it like if you're a traditionalist like you you've grown up smoking stuff and the trigger just makes everything easier that's my point
0: well my son jake Uh, can he, was working at a hardware store and he said, dad, you need to get this. And I'm like,
1: the green egg. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this was 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need that. That's, that's a, that's a status symbol. That's rich people just want to show that off. He's like, no, it's really good. I wouldn't listen to him. I was stubborn. You imagine that you were stubborn. Imagine that. Shocking. So, uh, Jake's getting ready to graduate and go off to college, and it's like his last week at the hardware store, and he gets a big, big time discount, right? And my wife says to me, "Hey, maybe you should get one." She wants an egg, and I'm like, "What's the discount?" And I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> so I get a I get an XL Big Green Egg, and
1: I have loved that thing I know. like a fourth child I know since i got it no, delivered you, you love it um i get it you smoke some good stuff on there everything i've ever eaten you ever made awesome but what i want to
0: talk about is is the fuel i mean you use little pellets pellets right yeah, yeah. are pellets. those
1: expensive yes they're they're now getting cheaper when like costco and walmart starts to sell them. are
0: they are they selling knockoff are they selling kirkland pellets
1: um, I think they're the same pellets. They just brand them as Kirkland. Well, I mean that's what Kirkland. Kirkland. Does. Oh, one of our
0: sponsors, Kirkland, the Cabernet Sauvignon Box Wine, <laughs> vintage twenty twenty from Kirkland at Costco, one of the best wines you'll ever drink, and one of our main sponsors of this program at fourteen ninety nine a box. <laughs> and yes, there's four four bottles. In every box, so if they say that. So I just of, we haven't proved that out, have we?
1: If, of course, at Kirkland, okay. Um, you don't get a normal twenty-pound bag, okay. You get like an eighty-pound bag <laughs> for like twelve bucks. So, like, it's a great deal, okay. Absolutely. So that's so you uh, can get your Traeger pellets at Kirkland
0: at, at Costco. Sometimes,
1: yeah, it's, they're not always. There,
0: yeah, I can't. Yeah, uh, like, I have to use. Them. I still
1: go to Ace. I like Ace because it's a local-owned kind of place. So I go. But they Ace usually is, don't Ace run is expensive.
0: No, Ace is yeah, expensive. It's expensive, so. but yeah. you don't care. I'm frugal. You are frugal. I'm a frugal guy. Well, that's why you're drinking the box wine. I drink box wine. And I shop at Bush Walmart.
1: Bush I
0: drink Bush Light. And I'm I... sucking
1: down the Talisker. <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
0: Woo! Fancy, fancy. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I, I, I don't... I've never... Like used your Traeger, so I don't know what it's all about. I don't no. know how easy it is to use. You say it's very easy. It's ridiculous. But those those pellets, I, that that's just the thing that I'm kind of skeptical about. I okay. use lump charcoal, yeah. which to me is way more manly than it. it yeah, there's no
1: doubt. Than pellets. If you need a man infusion, then you're going to use the big green egg. When when you're more comfortable in your manhood, you can use a trigger. He <laughs> said I have issues. <laughs> well, apparently. It just sounds better
0: getting kicked in the lumps rather than getting you, kicked in the pellets. I
1: do think you get more smoke out of the big green egg. I will say, I think it gets a more smoky thing going on. In the big green but, egg. But let's, I, I will tell you, if you're going to smoke a brisket overnight, okay, the, the tray, you can't beat the Traeger, man. You okay. just
0: plug that baby in. We're going to get to the brisket, but I All have right. one more point to, to make about All the big right. green egg. Sure, it's important. You can get out of hand with that thing. If you're not like watching it, no, that's what I'm saying. If you're off, if you're off out in the patio yeah. carrying on with your buddies and drinking too much, yeah, you can leave that thing open, and you got a chicken. before long that thing's 1,200 yeah. degrees, got, and everything's melting. You
1: got lump cold chicken for dinner. You got you got problems. Yeah, that doesn't happen problems. with
0: the trigger. So don't don't drink too much when you use the big green egg. You got to be in control. That's good advice. The trigger. You can just set it and forget it, you right? Can, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well that's the whole thing. All right. Well just, that's, just that's don't good just don't don't run out of pellets.
0: So you mentioned brisket. Yeah. You and I both like to cook briskets, don't yeah. we? Yes. That and that is probably one of the most challenging things to get right. Correct. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. And because
1: it's it can be eighteen hours. It's a long, long smoke.
0: You just never know. Yeah. And tell me about the stall on a brisket. Stall's brutal, man. It, it'll crush you. The
1: First five times you make a brisket, it drives you out of your mind. Well, okay? tell,
0: tell me about the stall. Like, what happens? So, for the listeners that don't know, there's right. there's actually some ladies that listen to this, too, that probably really?
1: don't smoke meat. I don't, I, I think, well, I t- you think we have ladies listening to this? I see the demographics. Well, my daughter's listening. listening, so that's true. Yeah, Hannah. all right. But oh, she, you know the demographics. Liz asked me. She's like, "Do you know how many people are listening?" I'm like, "I can show you." Yeah, yeah, like We're not going to talk about it on the show. Okay, but we'll look at it afterward. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: And then there's people in Russia listening too. They're probably figuring out how they can infiltrate our lives oh, yeah, and they're, blackmail they're gonna us. They're going to
1: anthrax me after my <laughs> comment about their their uh, their skater. <laughs>
0: well, she did have big guns.
1: <laughs> yes it's fake news
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so if you don't if you start not feeling well in a couple days let me know (laughs) and i'll
1: here's the deal in my opinion on brisket this is this is the most important thing whether you do it on the traeger you're doing the big green egg if you're going to spend 12 to 18 hours doing something all right buy good meat for crying out loud okay and um My last brisket, I'm not sure if you'll agree, okay, but the last one I made I think is the best brisket I've made. Now, that's probably about my eighth brisket I've made or whatever, okay. But I bought some um, Choice brisket at Costco. Okay, I made it. I spent 14 hours doing it and was just like, okay, all right. You can get the Prime brisket, and as you know, you can get the Snake River Farms brisket. And I'm telling you, if I'm going to spend 18 hours on a 15 pound something for people, I'm going all in on the meat. Okay, the meat is the most important thing, and then how you cook it, and don't screw it up because you can you can f up a good piece of meat. Oh, yeah, but whether you do it on the egg or you do it on, uh, but good grief, if you're going to spend that much time cooking something, buy good meat. That 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 That's brisket
0: my, that you brought over the last time that, that was that very was, good. Very Frightening, good. frighteningly. And you good. like to give it, you like to take it around to all the neighbors I, and uh, have them give you all not, the accolades. Not and neighbors, friends. Neighbors. Friends and neighbors. You don't even know them very well. Hey, that's <laughs> not true at all. You just want the conversation I just
1: knock on the door and say, will you buy some Girl Scout cookies and would you like some brisket?
0: <laughs> well, I wouldn't put it past you. Well, uh, that was a scary Brisket comment. is tough to cook. The stall uh, happens around what? One, 160. 160, 170. Yeah. And then the, it, the stall means that you, you have a meat probe in there yeah. and the temperature just doesn't rise. It doesn't move for then you, hours. Then you start worrying yeah. that something's gone wrong yeah. and you want to like, look at it.
1: But you got to be. You can't look at you it. You got to be professional and you got to let it go. You got to let it just make it do its choice. And the better the piece of meat, sometimes the longer the stall. And and I've had I've had it where it's a couple of stalls like it'll hit 160 and it won't budge for tell two me about and that time hours. that you
0: were cooking brisket for your poker
1: yeah for your poker well party. I had a poker party okay and I'm like <laughs> this all right is a
0: funny story
1: brisket's gonna be ready about three o'clock and I'm gonna put it in the cooler and get it you know all ready for five o'clock we get the all these guys game. come over they're hey, licking their chops their chops are licking all right and we're out on my deck and we got the poker game going and damn brisket stalls at 190 all right and it's seven eight o'clock at night and by 11 p.m they're like i don't care what the temperature is pull that thing off i gotta have some brisket <laughs> that's a that's that was that, late that, night brisket yeah yeah you blew that, that story one. that story is about 96 percent true
0: that's a good story yeah I, that's that's one of my favorite stories
1: they were they were like and it was stalled at 198 because you (laughs) got to get it to 202 203 it stalled at 198 for an hour and they're like i don't care
0: where where (laughs) was i that night like i don't know you were sending me screenshots and you're and you were like what do i do i don't know
1: (laughs) turn up the heat
0: (laughs) like turn it to turn it to 500 (laughs) steer that brisket good grief okay you have a sous vide is that how you say that sous vide yeah sous yeah. yeah is that Swedish? very
1: sophisticated is it is it from sweden no I don't it don't sounds think so. swedish i don't know where sous started france i think i think france started sous well tell me what it is well it, it sounds odd but um you basically cook anything in uh, a hot water bath it's not just meat no no vegetables you, you cook everything in it okay now you gotta airtight seal it. You need you you need a, a sealer, okay? Mm-hmm. Suck all the air out. You, but you cook it in a, a hot water bath. And I I will argue aside for smoking, because you can't smoke anything in it, it is the best way to make food. It is absolutely the best way to make food.
0: So like you would do a steak in a yeah, sous vide. S- steak is the, the And then you finish it off in like the, a cast iron yeah, pan or cast something iron like that. Pan
1: a steak i've, I've heard, a, heard people say that's the best yeah no it yeah i will i will go up against anybody you throw a steak in seuss feed and you decide what you like do you like uh medium rare medium yeah. me- whatever you like you you just set the temperature bath to the exact temperature And it heats the
0: whole thing to that temperature. Out,
1: roughly a couple hours okay depending on the meat uh, which meat you got
0: is the steak still pink in the middle when yeah. you do a sous vide, well,
1: well, if you want it medium, it is. Yeah. If you want it, well, no, okay, Duh. yeah. But um, yeah, it's pink in the middle. But the difference is, when you uh, when you grill a steak, okay, it gets hotter, and uh, the outsides of it um, are higher temperature, and it's pinker in the middle, and it's lighter temperature sous vide cooks everything all the way through at the exact same temperature so whatever you like that temperature like i like a steak at 136 okay yeah everybody's a little different you pull that out after two hours you throw it on a cast iron pan uh about a minute and a half on each side sear it up i'm telling you i'll 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 go up against anybody on that.
0: i'll one. have to try that i don't have a sous vide yeah i do have a Blackstone. You yes, know what you that do. is? Yes, I do. So Blackstone is like a propane heated griddle. Yes, it is. And I saw it at Luke's house. Luke is the uh, Elon Musk of Fayetteville, yes, North Carolina. Yes, he is. Carolina. He's
1: the Elon Musk of Fayetteville.
0: He He's on the, uh, what, the five most important people in town? <laughs> That's right. Uh, some, some article Something like important. that. Yeah. 40 like, under 40 I think oh 40 under 40 yeah I thought he was like like five the most influential person in five
1: the
0: whole under 50 <laughs> <laughs> he's damn important he is well anyway the first time I saw this thing it was at his house yeah and I'm like what is this piece of mastery and uh it's a big giant griddle that's yeah. propane and yeah. it's got the burners underneath it and it's beautiful and I have one I know you do. Yeah, and you've cooked on it more than I have. What's up well, with that?
1: Well, it, it, it's sort of like having a waffle house just down the street for me. <laughs> yeah, but you don't go to waffle house and cook your own meals there. No, that's right. I you, can't, but I can come here and cook all my waffle house recipes right here on your Blackstone.
0: Yes, courtesy of me. That's right. Because I have the equipment
1: for it. I you. love the Blackstone. You think you think you're a damn what did we make that was out of this world beyond incredible? Philly cheesesteaks. Yes, we did. We griddled
0: up some Philly cheesesteaks. And I'm like, okay, I, I can do that. And I was going to do it. And then, no, you brought the meat over. You had to cook it. You brought your cheese whiz
1: because that's Cheese whiz. You got to have cheese whiz. I didn't have the cheese whiz. Now I, you had the, the provolone. Yeah. And not manly at all. <laughs>
0: Well, it's not manly to have a, a big griddle on your uh, screen and porch and let your buddy do all the cooking on it. We were a team. No, we weren't. You think you, think you live here. <laughs> you keep your slippers here. Was that your coat? Is that your coat? It's not.
1: That is not my coat. I wonder whose coat that is. I don't know. It's got to be one of Jackson's friends Uh-oh. or something. What do you think?
0: Well, I, didn't, I didn't know why you would leave your coat here. So, yeah, Blackstone, highly recommend it. Good for big breakfasts. Recommended by Elon Musk from Fayetteville, North there Carolina. There you go. Woo! All right. Are you ready? We're
1: ready for our next thing. And now, our weekly discussion on which RV we should get. <laughs> Are you ready? This is an RV show, right? Yeah, it, you, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. We kind of float
0: all All over the place. So look,
1: Dave, as you know, I'm doing extensive research on this. All right. What RV are we gonna get? It's important. And the trade-off here as I see it is size versus mobility. Are you are you listening carefully? I'm listening to you. So now listen, if we get a smaller RV, say like twenty five feet or so, that'll make it super mobile. And, heck, we could probably even fit it in a standard parking spot over at Hop Tree and not have to drive home at the end of an evening. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great plan, all right? The problem is a lot of these smaller units really only sleep about two people comfortably. Now, that's fine if it's just you and me or me and Liz. But if we want more people on the trip, it gets a little trickier. Not that I'm against throwing you outside to sleep in a tent, but, focusing on the smaller RVs this week, we can discuss bigger options in the next couple of weeks. So, I'm suggesting that the Tiffin Wayfarer may be a great option. And here's why. It has two queen-size bed options in the Tiffin. Two beds. That's, two beds.
0: That's key. Not very
1: key. Not one queen with no, you and I sleeping in that, it. That will never happen, Dave. Never. Did you see planes, trains, bills? There's and no, there's no way that's ever happening. I don't want to sleep okay. with you, don't worry. Two queens, one in the back, and one's over the cab, so we could actually get two couples, so... You- You and Allison, me and Liz, could actually get in this You probably
0: better let me go up in the top one. you probably have trouble getting up there. Well,
1: I'd probably crush it and crash down, you know. (laughs) With your 6'4 frame. I'm 6'4 and ripped. (laughs) (laughs) It has optional reclining theater seating with a flat screen TV. The driver and passenger seats turn around fully, so it seats four nicely. Woo! And it's a damn good looking vehicle. Oh yeah! So I know our readers or our listeners can't see this, but here's a picture, Dave, of what I'm talking about right there. Oh, that's a beauty, Clark. That's pretty damn good. So, and what is that called? So, a Tiffin yeah, Wayfarer. Wayfarer. So okay. Tiffin, if you are listening, loan us one for our trip to Iowa in August. What do you think the odds are that Tiffin's listening to well, this
0: podcast? Somebody's going to send this to Tiffin, and we just want them to know how much we appreciate the craftsmanship and the uh, beautiful design of their RV, and we would be happy to take it for free. We're begging you. We're begging. We're begging you to take it for free, and we will give you a favorable review, even if we don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
1: That's right. Fake reviews.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Even if we don't like it because the price would, is right baby we would like it the price is right
1: we would like it
0: well it must be nice if you researched it
1: i'm i'm researching a lot we're gonna have a lot and we're just gonna keep begging these manufacturers someone's gonna come through somebody for us. out
0: there knows our
1: value
0: but in this is promoting my, their brand
1: this is my starting point this would be a good one for us okay
0: all right, all right. does that have training wheels on it <laughs>
1: it's a little shorty this is no bigger than a large van okay
0: great all right uh where are we going to park it
1: your garage no we're not we (laughs) hey if we get a 25 footer okay do you have a tape measure here (laughs) we got to go out to your garage look there's one there's one right right, there in front of us 25 feet can fit in your garage now we do have to do a little work on your garage. Clearance like, height? Yeah, that's not gonna work. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to have some work. Of course up.
0: we're gonna modify my house because you think you're a roommate dude, of mine.
1: Dude, you have a four car garage. We can put it in there. I got a two and a half car garage. That is not gonna work. Well, of course mine's bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Good Lord. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, we're having a good time. We're parking it in your garage. Hey, okay, we're still talking to RVs. Can you explain to me why every time I drive by a camper place, RV place, you know, it's the camping, you know, why Why are there like hundreds and hundreds and
1: hundreds? Like, why is, it, why is the inventory so big? It's hard sell, baby. You go in there and they're just like, you got to be in this unit. You got to be in this unit. All right. But... They don't own that. They don't own that inventory, all right? They they get it from the manufacturer. They pay them, like, a monthly price, uh, like, I don't know how much, $500 We call that month. consignment little, in manufacturing. little consignment. They pay for the consignment, and what they don't want is it's sitting on their lot for too long, because they're going to make, whatever, $10,000 on the sale of it. That thing sits there for 10 months. They're going to make nothing. Like, they're, yeah. they're like, okay, so... Um, it has just an, an, it always is been a,
0: amazed at the amount of inventory. At all a these feaster, RV places. Fa- It's
1: a feast or famine industry back in when we had the, the big recession in 2008, um, like Elkhart, Indiana is like the biggest RV manufacturing place in the country. Mm-hmm. They had 40% unemployment. Like it just wiped the whole damn place out. But right now it's feast, baby. You, you, Everybody wants an RV. You can't get an RV right now. And that's why we're begging these manufacturers to loan us one. We will
0: promote the shit out of your brand. Yes. Sorry for my bad word there. That's bad language, young man. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So now we come to the portion of our show, which is weekly as well. It's time for a little old person advice. Old man, old person advice. You've you've heard our stupid butts talking all for the last hour and now you want some advice from us.
1: Absolutely. Who yeah. would not want to know how to lead their lives?
0: I, I, anyone but us. I think we're models. We're
1: role models. I agree with you. <laughs> it's the only time I Who's agree going with first? You. I I think I think you're up first. Oh,
0: you want me to go first. Well, that's what the notes say. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we have notes
1: for the show. <laughs> Barely, <laughs> it's like three. We went an hour. They're going three notes.
0: N- no, there's no way they can prepare for the show. There's no way. That's right. Greg's drinking Talisker. I'm drinking Kirkland Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, I'm the vintage win- 2020 and uh, Bush Light. I'm in, I'm the winner in
1: that comparison.
0: And we've mentioned all of our. Sponsors, right? Okay. So, old man advice. Hit me. Old person advice. Yes. Um, success is born from consistency and effort. Ooh. That's all I got for you. That's pretty good. I think that's true. I think there's a lot of truth there. Effort is putting in the work every day. Well, Builds and builds and builds. Having passion for what you do. Consistency, which is hard to say after you've had some Kirkland <laughs> box wine. And Bushlot. Do it every day.
1: All right. That's good advice. I like that advice. That's all I got for you. All right. I got This is what I got for you. It's the journey, not the destination. You ever it? heard that before? Everyone said that. That's, so that's not that new. That's it. That was more concise than mine. I'm not done. Oh. Try to love-I should what, have known. Yes. I'm <laughs> verbose. Try not try to love what you are doing while you're doing it. Because the end, even when you win, is fleeting. Okay? And here's what I'm telling you. We started off earlier. Saturday was a great day for me. Okay. A great day for my wife and a great day for my son. And I'm so happy for him. Okay. And then I came back on Sunday and I'm like, it, it was a tad bit of a letdown because it, it was like, all right, now what? All right, what's next? And you can't just be trying to achieve the goal line. You gotta have a good time what you're doing. You gotta you gotta keep doing it. You gotta enjoy the path to it. Then when you succeed, it's awesome. It's beautiful, but it's just one more step in the whole thing. So. That's my advice for this That's week. great. But when you got
0: back here, you knew that you were going to be doing this podcast with me. So that should have been your next high. That was a huge letdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen. Uh, thank you for listening. If you've made it to this point, uh, we're at an hour,
1: hour three, Greg. It's like you exactly, believe that? exactly as last week. And you, you
0: feel like it was... 30 minutes That's of true. just rapid fire talk. We are delightful. We are delightful. <laughs> You're delightful. You're my best friend. All right, brother. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks to the listeners. Uh, if you want to go out and give us five stars on Spotify, we're we'd begging really you. appreciate it. We really it. need it. But we're really begging more. Spotify's going to cut us off if we don't get some stars. We're really begging more for... A free RV. <laughs> we'll
1: That's see you right. next.
0: We'll see you next time.